another episode of American Dudocracy here in the Honey Hut. Not broadcasting live. Boy, if you are not part of the Podbean audience, you're missing out. We are pumping out some live episodes, cutting it up, having fun. Uh, I really enjoy the some of the conversations back and forth in the chat box and having live feed like that. It's kind of cool, man. Uh, really not much different than what we do every day here. We are non-scripted, off-the-cuff <laughs> Uh, and that's one of the things I think sets us apart here at the mm-hmm. Dudocracy. Uh, let me stop right there uh, and introduce. Not MIA, Metro Mayor Dave. Give us welcome intro song mm, going here. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Good to be here. Hello, yeah. hello. <laughs> and over yonder there, uh, through the smoky screen, we see Kamikaze. Knudsen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, thanks thanks for hosting again yeah. Matt yeah. we don't say that enough but we do appreciate you providing yes the, executive the, producer the Matt cigars, which my, my account is, is going up up and up 36 <laughs> yeah. oh we're keeping tabs yeah. Oh, they're on sale though now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're <laughs> half off now, right? It's 32 and a half. You do not get that discount. <laughs> yeah. It's all good, man. Right. It's all good. Got to have a reason to get together. And, uh, you know, that, like I was saying, I, I think listening to a couple of the other um, podcasts, man, I pick up on a lot of comments about editing things out. Well, you can leave that in. Like, we don't, man, we, I haven't cut anything out of a podcast in a long time. We are. We must be pros. We're so good. <laughs> we just. We just get to nail it every time. And the money we're making yeah. right now. Yeah. It's in, in, oh yeah. Incredible. You can tell. Yeah. And the price you pay is worth what you get. <laughs> That's right. And it's free. And <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it's not all bullshit. Worth what you pay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Your hard-earned money. You just keep that right in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe if you want, but. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, please subscribe. Like it, it doesn't even cost any money. All you do is you like click and then confirm yes. That's all it takes. That's it. You know what? I don't even know if I've subscribed. <laughs> Dave hasn't subscribed. He, he doesn't even listen. We uh, well, we did a couple without you, Dave. So you got to at least oh, okay, listen. To okay, 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 okay. Preloaded. We were waiting for you to answer some questions, mm-hmm. so you got to listen. We're gonna get two more listens this month because Dave has to listen to a couple. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we did volunteer Dave for a few things too. I think. Yeah, so I can't wait to hurry up and get those done. Okay. Come on, man. Get with the program. Heaven help me. Get with the program. Well, boys, fellas, gents, dudes. Man, uh, I really, really am enjoying the faith episodes. Uh, it's it's fantastic. I feel like uh, I was telling Dwayne earlier, you know, man, I, I really enjoy learning new things and digging in and broadening, I guess, my perspectives on everything. And in the, the faith realm, I feel like it's a never-ending quest. And I think I like that the most about it. It's... There is unlimited amounts of information and perspective and knowledge. Uh, and I mean, imagine that. Imagine that. Start talking about God, and it's just infinite. When you could read the same verse one day and have an impression of it, and then read it again in the month, and it's totally different, right? That's mm-hmm. the beauty of it. It's cool. It always changes mm-hmm. based on kind of what you're going through, and you read it just a little differently, or whatever the Holy Spirit reveals to yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah. What, what's revealed? It's and, yeah. So. Speaks right to you, man. <clears throat> that's that's a good deal. Well, 
I guess without further ado, uh, we wanted to dive in and just talk about, I don't necessarily want to call it favorite scriptures, but maybe some scriptures, if you do have a favorite, by all means, please share. Uh, but wanted to talk about maybe some scripture that you've came across recently that has just helped you, has hit you, has helped you, has has guided you and has just sat with you. You know what I mean? Because I feel like, just like Dwayne said, man, every time I get in and read, I'll read the same thing sometimes multiple times. And I come away feeling a little bit different about it in a, in a, in a positive manner. It's, it's incredible. So I wanted to ask that, I guess we're going to dive in and ask about maybe a favorite verse or verses and what it means to you, not, we're not trying to push any of that. It's just what has it meant to you and how has it helped you? I'm raising my hand. Dave. All right. What you got, buddy? Let me be the first. Mayor Dave. Fire I got to get this buddy. out of the way. Hit, so. hit us with some facts. Hit us with <laughs> some knowledge. Minister, Dave. Hit us with some, Mayor Dave. Hit, hit us with yeah. some knowledge. Minister Metro. <laughs> Minister Metro. Mayor Dave. Folks, please don't believe the Metro part. It's, <laughs> it's a different uh, meaning than what's being per- portrayed here. So I'm going to go with Psalm 1-1. One, one, one. And I have to read really it's this in entirety, which is only uh, six verses, but here we go. And I normally, excuse me, this phone is not working right here. So I normally, um, I like, you know, the, the one, just, just one paragraph or whatever, but you really have to read Psalm 1, 1 in its entirety, one through uh, one through six. But anyway, normally it's a King James version. I was raised on King James. Um, so some of this is going to sound kind of different to me, but uh, let's go on with it. Uh, Psalm 1, 1, blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked or stand in the way that the sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, whose leaf does not wither. Whatsoever they do prospers, not so for the wicked, for the light. they are like the chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Hmm. So powerful. Psalm 1 1. That's loaded. Amazing. Loaded. Yeah. You could break that down into so many things, you know, verse by verse and um, um, note by note, but it's crazy. It's, it's basically, it speaks to me is stay on course. Does that make sense? Right. So, blesses a man, doesn't walk in the way of the wicked, but, uh, you know, stays in the path of the righteous. And, you know, people get, get a weird, feeling when you start talking about the way of the righteous because it makes it sound like you're doing things perfectly and you're um super religious and so forth it's not about religion at all it's about staying on track with what god has in his purpose in life for you and uh don't don't follow into these new cultural um guidelines that's being shoved down our throats stay on track with what god and his purpose for you is in life. That's right. It, one thing that hit me with that, Dave, when you're reading is the meditate. Meditate on the word, right? And that's something that is, I don't think we do enough of. 
You know, we get so distracted. We are so distracted as a as a civil uh, civilization right now that it's, species, it's hard. species, right? It's hard to, mm-hmm. to stay focused and to meditate. But that that brings up the whole thinking. You just you got to think, meditate, think, ponder dwell on it, ponder, and really digest it. Right? Like, what does that really mean? And I, I'm not great at that. I'm not saying I'm, you know, living that, but. But I, I strive for that, and I want to really dive in and, and really understand and have the Holy Spirit reveal more and more to you. But mm-hmm. it's hard to do, but important. You know, what's crazy about that is when you read from uh, verse 1 to verse 6, you know, staying on track versus number 6, because, you know, way of sinners, you're going to perish. Yeah. And really what that scripture says to me is there's two ways. There really is. There's only two ways is with him or without him. Yeah, exactly. And so I don't want to be without him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that, that's a good one, Dave. <clears throat> who <clears throat> who wrote that psalm, Dave? Do you know? Uh, it's A lot of people feel like uh, between David, there was some in Solomon, but they figure a lot of psalms was written by David. David, right? Yep. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think so, too. I. <clears throat> So, so to understand a little bit deeper on that, even right. So digging into to David and what who David was, and that's where that's where this is like an infinite well of knowledge and perspective. Because mm-hmm. to to read just the excerpts in the Bible of David's life and how his ride came to be, you know, started out very humbly. He didn't even want anything to do with that. Uh, he became that. He had opportunities to to make the wrong choices multiple times. He did make some wrong choices, uh, but he repented. He made his way through and to become directly in the lineage and leading into Jesus. Uh, so if that doesn't tell you a lot about David, I don't, I don't know what does. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, just phenomenal. Well, look at his life. You know, he yeah. was simple shepherd boy um, back in the, you know, tending the sheep while all of his brothers were, Lining kind of up feast. to get the yeah, spot. They yeah, were, they were waiting to be anointed. Right. And here's a guy that came up, slew giants, slew lions, um, didn't need the king's armor. And and that's that's something I've been really thinking about a lot lately. But um, <clears throat> here he is, the mistakes that he made. Holy cow. And, and God called him a man after his mm-hmm. own heart. Right. This is a guy that c- committed adultery and murder. Murder. Um, and his family paid for it, but God still considered him a man after his own heart. Totally like us. We've all committed murder in some, in some sorts and whether it's thinking or, you know, um, adultery, you know, who hasn't had wicked thoughts or done stupid things too. Yeah. But all through that. God loved him so much, forgave him. Dave had a repentant, David had a repentative heart. Um, you know, but his family paid for it, paid a very, very high price. Absalom, for example, you know, um, and his other son, I forgot his name, but you know, his family paid a very, very heavy price for those sins. Mm-hmm. So there's so much we can read into this right? with, uh, you know, sins of the father and, you know, being, being dumb can cost you family and, you know, a lot of heartache. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, King Saul wasn't very nice to David as, as either, you know, during King Saul's reign, 
he, he basically tried to kill him uh, okay. and mm-hmm. turned against him. And, and uh, David had an opportunity at one point in time to actually uh, to kill King Saul. Mm-hmm. And he did not, you know, because that's the Lord's will is the Lord's will. And so to give your own wants and needs over and submit to the will uh, just teaches you again, like back to Psalm one through six to walk in the ways, right. To, to try to be righteous. And you're right. People get weird. People get weird. You talk about righteousness, right? Like, Oh, aren't you righteous? But to dissect that for just a minute, like, shouldn't we all like, that is one of the things we should all be absolutely trying to become is righteous. Now, can we, I I don't think we can, but that doesn't mean we should not try and everything Mm -hmm. we try to do. And that's, I think that's where the thought and the meditation, um, gathering your thoughts, you know what I mean? Like you, like you say, Dwayne, being intentional. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's, that's the difference in my opinion. That's a great man. That's, those are some great verses. Mm -hmm. Well, I I think the Bible's, we are righteous. You know, if you're saved, you are righteous. Yeah. He doesn't see the sin, which is hard to, hard to accept. Right. Cause I don't, it, it's really easy to, to be down on yourself and oh, I'm not righteous. Look, look what I did. Right. But, but you're saved. You are a child of God. Therefore you are righteous. Right. Because yeah. we've been covered by his blood. Yeah. Yeah. There's so, a, yeah. there's a level there. There's a baseline. Right. Yep. Yeah. And it's just, it's just weird. Cause you don't hear a lot of, at least I don't, I don't hear a lot of discussion about righteousness. You know, it's, it's like this weird hot word, but it's, it's exactly what it is. Like we should all strive to be more righteous because that's living like Christ. Yeah, we are. And there's, there's, there's two different variants to righteousness too. There's a thing called self-righteous. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think there's a lot more well, of that. Self-righteous. Yeah. Uh, just ask me, I'll tell I you. I am way better than you. I see your sins. I can't see that log in my eye, but yeah. you know, there's a. Cut timber. Yeah, yeah. And that's what Jesus came to, to, to point out to mankind is you, you're not righteous without me. It's my blood that's covering your sin. Yeah. So put away that that evil self righteousness and strive for uh, mm-hmm. you know that that holiness that God's called us to be, not self righteous. Right? Yeah, hum- humble yourselves yes. because yep. it isn't by any of our doing that we are righteous. It is a gift that was given to us. Absolutely, well said. Period. So it's not anything we've done. Nope. So free gift. Yeah, it's, can't it's claim what, that he one. He did yep. that. Right. That's good, man. Dave, pretty solid, buddy. Folks, I am really thinking of taking up an offering right now. I really am. (laughs) Right. I got another cigar for you, Dave. That was a good good sermon. (laughs) Pass your ashtray over and I'll put a cigar (laughs) in there, buddy. Thanks for coming. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) Righteously fire that up, buddy. That's funny. Oh, we'll send over uh, your account information for that contribution <laughs> later. Yeah. <laughs> Venmo, Mayor Dave. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's, that's pretty good, good man. A good start. That's, that's a great good. start. How about you? Come that's good. Well, it's so hard to pick. a. I mean, I got my favorite. I, Isaiah 40, 31 is my favorite. But one that you kind of mentioned what is kind of applicable now. And I just, this just kind of popped up. But Matthew 7 Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. 
knock and the door will be opened to you. That's kind of one that I've been wrestling with because I, I don't ask a lot of times. I, I, I want, I expect, but I don't, I don't get. And I just, I got to remember to ask, you know, and, and if you go back and I, I started journaling a while back, just trying to record the prayer requests and my asks and, and my desires. And, and it's good to go back every now and then and kind of look at that. And, oh man, like this, <clears throat> this exact perfect example when, cause we, we moved around a little bit. We were in parachute Colorado. Then we moved, we lost the job, moved to Tennessee, plugged in there for a while. Great area. Lived just South of Nashville and Franklin, Tennessee, beautiful place. But our kids, you know, we, we drug them out of the school they were in since kindergarten, moved them over to Tennessee. And then a year later, we drug them out, moved them over here to Grand Junction, Colorado. And then my daughter, her school, they closed it. It was the East Middle School. They closed it down in Grand Junction. So now she's going to West. So literally in the last four years, she's gone to parachute, homeschooling because of COVID stuff, Tennessee, then a school in Junction, and now a different school in Junction. So in the last three, four years, she's kind of five schools. So I just feel bad because she plugged in and she got some really close friends in Tennessee and she had a very hard time you know moving away from that and not being a part of that anymore and it just broke my heart as as the dad you know so I was trying to get her plugged in we got this new church we're going to fellowship church here in Grand Junction and trying to get her plugged into the youth group because that that's huge for us we our kids go to youth group but for her especially you know she's more a little more introverted a little shyer a little harder for her to branch out and make some friends. So I took her to this, this youth group and she didn't want to go. And I brought her back. I'm like, we have to go at least like four times. You, So the fourth time I remember dropping her off and she did not want to go at all. It was like almost tears to get her there. So I'm just on my knees like, Lord, please get her some friends. This is, this is so important. I have, she has to have that. And it was that night that she came home with a smile on her face. And that was just the, the joy that I had was just, I can't even explain that because that was my last draw. Right. And, and the youth group is so important and so critical at that age. She's 13 now. <laughs> so she's just hitting that age, you know, and, and just this last week, I'm like, hey, you ready to go to youth tonight? She's like, yep, that's my favorite part of the week. <laughs> so just like, oh, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. That is such an amazing prayer. Answer to prayer right there, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but but I asked. Yeah. I, I, I didn't just, you know, Lord, help her to have some friends. Because I've done that. But man, I was like on my knees, like desperately praying. Like I desperately needed that for her. And, and he answered, you know, wow. just, just one example of just like, wow, that was like a, oh, such, such a, a good blessing that is, it's just the fruits have just yet to have been revealed, right? She's, you know, getting other friends now from that and just starting to blossom. And it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Pretty fantastic. And, uh, <clears throat> Matthew. Right, so Matthew, the yeah, book of Matthew, Matthew seven, yep. Matthew, let's uh, talk a little bit about that too, right? Like Matthew, at least from the chosen, 
Yeah. Right. Uh, every time I think of Matthew, kind of a nerdy I, I think, tax yeah. collector guy. Yeah. yeah. Very detailed dude. Um, yeah. You know, not really fitting in with anyone in the times. Uh, tax collector for the Romans, uh, basically going against his his fellow Israel or uh, Jewish people. They didn't like him. He was an outcast because he worked for the Romans and he was a tax collector. So hated. They hated the those guys. They hated him. Same, his parents didn't even. His parents. Right? Yeah. yeah. He, he didn't live at home. He, his dad didn't claim him for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, through his work with, uh, you know, Jesus and serving Jesus the way he did, uh, all of that came full circle. And, uh, you know, he was, he is and and was one of the, the staples of the apostles, right? He, mm-hmm. I mean, he tracked everything very, very closely, detailed, oriented, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and the book shows it, right? So that coming from Matthew, uh, pretty solid. You know, what's crazy about that. I, I remember, uh, his story vaguely as a kid and his background, but the tax collectors in those days were so hated because, you know, you came in with, uh, five chickens, so to speak, he he got one or two, let's say. Uh, so he'd keep one for himself, give one to the government. That was the that was the whole idea behind these tax collectors. And they got rich. They off got it. rich. They, they were loaded. They lived in the nice ritzy yeah, part of town. They sloughed exactly. some of that money. They became wealthy, and so they were hated among the people oh, because yeah. it's like, hey, how come this isn't going to the purpose it was supposed to? How come you're getting some of this? So exactly, they were they were considered scourge in the day. Real similar to our IRS, which we <laughs> exactly. so yep. if you guys work for the IRS, um, we'll pray for you. Yeah. But anyway, the, the uh, how God used this man for his kingdom. Right. This, uh, lowly um, tax collector that was hated. Yep. Yeah. Not only Can, hated by his own people, but he wasn't part of the Romans either. Yeah. Like he was an outcast, straight up outcast. Yep. Can I do a quick sidebar on that? Real yeah, quick? please, please. So the tax collectors, if 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 they collected taxes nowadays the way they did back then, imagine the revolt we would see in America, right? the The best thing the government did for taxes was auto deductions. They they just took that out of your your check. They zapped it, right? So you didn't even get it to begin with. If they didn't do that, again, back in the day, that's this is how they did it. That you got $100, you would have to go and give 20 or $30 to Mr. Taxman on the way out the door. If they did that nowadays, there would be mass revolt. And yeah, that poor tax guy would be, yeah, I could definitely see <laughs> well, that. Our politicians are it. those now. Exactly. We softened it. We took another check initially. So they never saw it to really. I mean, you could see the number, but then the deductions and then, okay, here's your net. Here you you're right. So it's, I don't know. Yeah. If you were looking at it, if they did it now, the way they did back then. Well, yeah, physically, it, wouldn't, it right? wouldn't be the way it is. Let me tell you that. Oh, to physically get your check and have to walk down the, down <laughs> exactly. the road yeah, and say, hey, wait in line. Like, <laughs> yeah, wait in yeah, line hey, for the privilege. Dude, <laughs> uh, I'm here to check in. Yeah. Here's my name. Here's my money. And you look that dude in the face and you're like, and you saw you're half welcome. Of it, yeah, half of it's going in his pocket yeah. and the other into the tin. Give it to your masters. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you imagine the hate that guy got. Oh, well, in the oh. meantime, you're struggling to put food on the table for your kids. Yeah, it didn't, that's yeah, literally it didn't what matter. you're up against back then, right? And no, you got to go pay your toll. <laughs> now that's that's a little similar with today, but uh, yeah, 
yeah, man, it, it's crazy. And again, like just touch on the infinite, infinite study that can go into the scripture right. and the, the book and the Bible and the history and the, the time and, and how it all went down. And, and luckily, luckily it's written down and it's there for all of us. Like, mm-hmm. I think, I think at times we, as people take it for granted that that book is there and, uh, man, so glad the last couple of years I've came across it and decided to pick it up and dust it off and read it. Incredible. So what about yours? Yeah. Oh man. I guess I'll uh, read mine. So my, the one that I, I've been focusing on recently that hit me right between the eyes says, uh, James, James one. Uh, so James one, basically 19 through, uh, 22. Uh, so it says this, James 1, 19. Understand this. This is the NLT version. Uh, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts. For it has the power to save your souls. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. Um, so, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, the one the one part of that that really hit me between the eyes was was this part. Uh, Humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. Um, that, to me recently has has just really it man it just hit me um because you you go through life and you have that intuition or that voice uh the holy spirit jesus god working in you uh at times that'll say hey you know maybe you should do this or maybe you shouldn't do that uh we get caught up at times with our ego and timing and busyness and lives and and what we want and what we think things should look like. And it, it just makes me wonder, it makes me slow down and wonder what am I passing up? What am I missing? What am I not listening to? Um, that potentially has the power to save my soul. Um, so it's, it's an ongoing everyday reminder, uh, and the slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to anger, man, that has me written all over it. Uh, (laughs) Not just you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh Oh, like taking that for me, like growing up my life, you know, growing up, we man are pretty angry at times. You know what I mean? Growing up being angry and not understanding and, you know, fist fights and this and that and the other. Some of that's just boys being boys and me being an idiot. Uh, But, you know, one of the hardest things for me through my life has been understanding how to feel that anger and understand why I'm feeling anger. And is it, is it real anger? Is it anger or is it something else? Does it have to be expressed as anger? You know what I mean? Like just slowing that down. And then the other part is, you know, listening, slow to speak, quick to listen. Mm-hmm. learning from each other and learning from God and learning from the word and not putting myself 
in between those things to really pull it in and absorb it. Um, you know, and, and trying to set a better example. So the, the great Zig Ziglar used to say, God gave you two ears and one mouth. Use them proportionally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How true. Right. How so, true. You know, and, and that's exactly from James one. Yeah. Just what you read. Yeah. So it's, that's been the one that's hit me between the eyes, man. And, you know, and James, right. James was the brother of Jesus. Um, and, and imagine, imagine the bird's eye view that that man had of Jesus when he was here on earth and for him, you know, listening to him. So not only imagine that for just a second, imagine your brother is the Messiah. Like, is there going to be feelings of probably getting a little jealous, Yep. a little misunderstanding, like why him and not me? How come, you know what I mean? And then, and then to watch the path of Jesus and, and the things that he was able to accomplish and how he did what he did. Uh, but he didn't do it alone. You know, he willfully submitted to the father, to God, and then the apostles and the people around him, the community served, served. Right. So that's been the one that's kind of hit me, man. And, and again, it just makes you, like that little voice, like, Hey, I should, I should help this. I should help this person with this. I should do this. I should do less of that, more of this, like just being conscious to listen to that voice and not being in such a dang hurry all the time. And I think that, you know, the hurry part comes from a lot of background of military and oil field and get it done, get it done now. Hurry. We can't do it fast <laughs> enough, you know? Uh, but that's not always the case, man. It's uh, it's good to slow down. And have these discussions and and just learn. Yeah. So, I struggle with that too. Yeah, oh I, I get so in a hurry all the time. <laughs> right. I don't know. We all do. Yeah. yeah. You know what kind of hit me? Uh, speaking of hurry, it's kind of funny. Like you're you're driving down the road, and dude, you just can't go. Fa- you can't go fast enough anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Everybody, Richard, Richard Petty, baby, oh, dude, <laughs> buzzing past you, cutting you off in a hurry. People will, there's a red light coming and you're slowing down for the red light and people will zoom past you, cut in front of you and slam on the brakes. <laughs> at the red light. But the irony is then the light turns green and everybody's on their phones. <laughs> like, so you were in a ridiculous hurry to get to the light so you could check your Twitter or and then you're like, then you're okay with being an extra 30 seconds late while all of us are waiting on your happy. Yeah. Like go. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> this is funny, man. Like you can see it that is. transaction happen. You're like, Whoa, well, I guess I'm not going fast enough. And then at the light, you're like, dude, go. Right. Right. <laughs> well, how distracted are we though? I mean, you can't even sit at a light for 30 seconds without checking your phone. You no. can't have that much downtime. <laughs> no, right. exactly. Like, dang. Exactly. Right, man. So well, when I'm on my phone, I'm reading scripture, just so you guys know. (laughs) (laughs) There's a self-righteous coming out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay, I'm lying. I follow follow him on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's the one that's been that's hit me, man. And and then there's I have several more. So I have to pass it back over to Dave. Dave, what else you got, buddy? Oh, there is one left. Let's hit it. I have to I have to read this one. I will uh 
I will take my own advice and stop talking and listen. <laughs> so this one, um, this actually comes from Revelation. So a whole different, kind of a whole different uh, perspective here. But this is always uh, given me a picture of what life is going to be like. So uh, this is Revelation 21. I know this is getting a little bit different uh, twist here. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any, any sea. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed uh, for her husband. And I heard a loud voice uh, from the Lord saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And this is the part that really, I love this. Uh, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Mm -hmm. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. And so it uh, keeps, it goes uh, on saying I'm the alpha and the make the beginning and the end, and I will give water without uh, cost to those who are thirsty. So th that one scripture about having the old orders passed away, behold, all things are new. No more tears, no more sorrow, no more death, no more crying should give us a picture of where we're heading if we love the Lord and we're following his will. That should be in our minds every day as we wake up to motivate us to, uh, at least it does for me, uh, you know, stay on track, you know, going back to Psalms 1-1 um, and staying in his path and understanding that there's, again, two choices, choose wisely. You know, because you have everything to gain, heaven to gain and eternity to gain in the pleasure of being with Jesus for eternity rather than suffering um, and in torment forever and ever. For what it's worth, that's what. That's good. That's a big. Uh, <clears throat> there's a man, there's a lot in Revelation Ooh. that is. Uh, it's interesting. It's. You know, the, the earth being destroyed and reborn, essentially, uh, about reborn, uh, but heaven being created on earth, the new heaven, right? Jerusalem comes mm -hmm. down and um, the new heaven starts here on earth. And then everything that ensues, you know, with that, the return of Jesus and the reign of Jesus and God here on earth, uh, the man. There's a lot there. It's, there is. There's a lot there. A lot to unpack. But, you know, even later in in verse in chapter 21, it talks about, you know, what's going to happen to the unbelieving. Real similar to what Psalms 1, 1 or Psalms 1 was talking about how, you know, torment forever and ever. I mean, if we just kept that picture in our mind, it should really motivate us to bring our friends, our family, make a difference. Um, warn people here we are we we sit in these podcasts and we're raising flags saying you know this isn't right why and why you know why are we not standing up and it, it should motivate us every day to stay on track and and warn our friends bring people to the kingdom because honestly 
We don't gain anything from bringing people to the kingdom, but they are going to be there if we do our job. Yeah. And there's a celebration in heaven. Yes. Absolutely. Every time somebody comes to the Lord, there is a celebration. Yeah. Bible says. Yep. So on that, on that thread, I've got three that are kind of tied together. We'll hit the, the Romans road. Oh yeah. Right. So Romans 3, 23, 6, 23 and Romans 10, 9 and 10. So Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Then you go to Romans 6, 23. And these should all be linked in your Bible. If you carry the old Bible, the, the written version, <laughs> you should write in there. See also, you know, connect the dots between these three. So Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Then you wrap it up with Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So that that's the wow. path right there. That's that's the exact, yep. the, the Romans road, that's the path to salvation right there. You Amen. sin, admit it, and accept the free gift. Boys, I feel like we're having church this morning. I'll be and taking it's not the, even. Yeah, we'll be oh, taking you're going to take the offering. The, now. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I got you. Might go to your Venmo account still, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, uh, yeah. Venmo. Just don't, <laughs> just don't make it over 600 bucks. You got to report to the IRS. <laughs> right. Five ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. The bank will start tracking it somehow. <laughs> right. And then you'll be in trouble. Yeah. And you'll be in trouble, man. I am, uh, I'm torn. I got a bunch of, uh, I had a bunch of notes here before I dive back into mine because I, I want to go all over the place. That's, that's against what we're trying to do here. Um, so man, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll, uh, toss it out for some discussion before I put myself back on the hot seat. <laughs> I got to pick one or the other here. <laughs> I guess I'll go with, uh, it's, it's back to a psalm. I'm going to go with Psalm 51 uh, because there's a lot here, right? And it's it's a lot in the psalm, but I want to read a couple, a couple places. Uh, so against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You have been proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me of my sins and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't let, don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart. Oh God, renew a loyal spirit within me. So, so that all of that builds up to that, that Psalm 51, 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew mm -hmm. a loyal spirit within me. Um, so we've been, you know, off and on, you know, one of the questions that I've had recently, you know, trying to dig in a bit more about the Holy Spirit and, you know, the role and how to really recognize, you know, when the Holy Spirit is present in your life, because that's a huge question to me. Um, and, it, you know, there, there's evidence everywhere. And after, after, again, stop, slow down and look around, there's evidence everywhere that the Holy Spirit is working. Um, 
And I think that line, you know, create in me, O Lord, a pure heart. Um, that piece right there, because there's nothing that you can't overcome uh, again, but you have to have the playbook of what to go to on how to overcome things. And I think, you know, looking at the last handful of years of my life, um, the ability to overcome certain things that at, at points in time, I, I didn't think I had any way that mm-hmm. I was going to conquer. Sure. And now it's like ancient history on some of that stuff. And, it, you know, it, at the time when you're in the middle of it, you just think there's no way you're going to overcome. And, and now like a lot of those things that I was struggling with are dead and gone. Yeah. Just that's straight incredible. up dead and gone. And it's, it's pretty, it's amazing. You know, it's like you said, you, if you were to write down in your book, the things that you, you asked for and prayed for and like, man, there's a lot of, there's a lot of check marks in that book. Oh yeah. So it's a good reflective manner uh, to look back and really see how God is working. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause man, I'll tell you, it's, it's a daily thing, you know, it's a daily thing and it's just asking and praying and working and submitting yourself to the will. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so that was my, my other one. I, man, I, I got a bunch of them, dude. I'm sure we, we all do, uh, but yeah. more, more to come, you know, I don't want to, we could sit here and go around the table oh, yeah, well, all for day. years, 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 it's true. uh, but it's, it's good, man. You know, Psalms, Psalms, I have to admit when I did my reading through the entire Bible, when I got the Psalms, I was like, man, I don't want to read a bunch of songs, <laughs> <laughs> but when you break it down individually and read the words and, and pick up on, uh, again, the messages within them, there, there's so much in Psalms, mm-hmm. so Huge. much meditate on it. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. So yeah, just a few verses there, a few verses to share and, uh, I guess help you go through maybe some things you're going through. And if you're yeah. going through anything, man, there's something in there. It'll give you hope, right? Yeah. There's hope. There's a, there's a path for you and the Bible's open. Yeah. Get into it. Right. It, it speaks differently. And if you're just getting going, maybe hit the new Testament or just dive head in like you did, Matt, and just crank the whole thing. <laughs> I applaud him for that. That oh, was yeah. amazing. Yep. You know, I <clears throat> had a conversation. I've had many conversations about it, but, you know, reading the Bible cover to cover, uh, front to back, Genesis to Revelation was was amazing. I can't even describe the change in my life I made, but but I'm I'm learning it's okay to slow down because when you read it cover to cover, like the message there, there's a huge, huge learning, right? Obviously, but slowing down, there's so much to learn. And I'm a very, I'm a very, I want to call it calculated, not, not so much calculated, but very responsive person. I want to, I want to see it. I want to learn it. I want to do it. And and I got ahead of myself on a few things, but again, I, I would attribute that to this is me personally talking. I would attribute that to me sacrificing the old me to become me. So mm-hmm. I think it's all for a purpose, right? Yeah. So love it. Absolutely. A lot of reading, man. Mm-hmm. It's a lifetime. Yes. 
Yeah. I, yeah, you're never done. I love that the most. Yeah. Because it's this never-ending learning. It's a never-ending learning. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Well, you got to figure there's there's people that have set aside their whole lives to study, and they st- they'll run out of lifetime before they really. <laughs> honestly, yeah. I mean, they that's their their whole purpose, and it's it's we can't figure it all out in our lifetimes. So. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. Just do what you do. Just stick with it. Yep. Yeah, right? Little by little. Do what you can every day. Yeah, man. It's a big part of it. Yep. Little by little. A daily. I think the daily part. The daily part is is a huge. It's It's not much of a commitment either. You know, we talked a little bit about that before. You know, 15 minutes out of your day. You know, if, if one hour is 4%, then 15 minutes is 1% of your day. Oh, yeah. 1% of your day. Like, instead of looking at your phone at the stoplight, if you... For seven hours a day. <laughs> you do like Dave and read your yes. Bible at the stop sign. <laughs> I text and I'm read going. my Bible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's reading the songs. Yeah, the song. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jamming out, man. Put some new, put some new beats to the songs. Yeah. <laughs> Song of songs, right? Uh, book of that's songs. the way David intended it, I think, Dave. So yeah. you're not wrong. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, all right, fellas. Well, I guess with that, man, it's yep. a nice round table of, of verses. Uh, more to come. Mm-hmm. Good discussion. Yeah. Be encouraged. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Everybody have a great day. Yep. See ya. <laughs>